With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. It's lunchtime, which means it's crunch time on SEN. Brought to you by the extraordinary Isuzu MUX. Go your own way with the three-litre Isuzu. S2005 captain and Clive Churchill medalist for the West Tigers on grand final night. Five origins for Queensland, four tests for Australia. Scotty Prince. Good afternoon. What are you giggling about? Oh, no, I'm waiting for Tati to bag me. That's no, all good. I am. And <laughs> prolific tweeter and Instagrammer. He is. Yeah, prolific. Yep. So make sure you start, start tweeting tonight. today. Yeah, no, okay. I'll be on the tweets today. Oh, yeah. crunch time. Crunch don't, time. Don't forget, at 1170 SEN and at SEN QLD. Now, before we discuss Magic Round, which has been an exciting two days, guys, tragic news as, as Jace just um, hosted that, uh, that our show previous, which is outstanding work, Jace, I've got to say, and thank you to the great guests and all the, all the listeners that were texting as well. It's a, it's a tragic time, the, the news and passing of Andrew Simons, um, who you both knew. Uh, we all knew, actually. I was fortunate enough to emcee many a function when... Roy was guest speaker. I've got to say, top three guest speakers in, in, in the sporting um, arena that we've had the pleasure of meeting and doing a lot of work with. And both you guys have come across him. Both being you know, a guy that's played for North Queensland, lives in North Queensland, Tatey. As a North Queensland boy yourself, Prince, I'll, mm. I'll start with you. you. You had a fair bit to do with Roy? Yeah, mate. It's, um, you used to see him around and you know, have a beer with him. He's a knock-around guy. So, uh, so laid back, but the thing about it that we all share is, is the love for, for sport and mm. right across the board. So um, I did see him a couple of times in the early days at the Broncos. He used to come down the train and loved, uh, loved the Broncos. And I think he put his hat in the ring too. Wanted a wanted a run, I think, um, on one, I think one of the training sessions. I think Shane Webke took a hit up against him just to see how he went <laughs> defensively. But uh, he came off second best. But, yeah, tragic news, mate. And I you know, send my condolences to all the family and, uh, and friends of, of Roy. He's a proud Townsville boy too isn't he still living in Townsville and Tatey you only came across him last week yeah mate well, he was always going to the Cowboys and he was always going having a beer afterwards um, up at the, up at the pub and I only saw him at the last home game so I think like everyone mate you can get a bit get some goosebumps yeah, now. Shock, just, it's, you just I saw him last week and he's not here anymore so it's, it's really hard to comprehend but um, you know just to echo what Princey said thoughts and Prayers are going out to these families. Got two beautiful young kids, and um, you know they're going to be without a dad now, which is really, really sad. So uh, yeah. loved his rugby league. He loved did. it, and I, so much so actually, he, he trialed at the Brisbane Broncos all pre-season, didn't he, guys? Yeah. yeah. I've got a funny story about uh, Roy. So he, he comes down to training at the Broncos, and he's you know they all kid him out in the in the Broncos kit. So we're doing fitness this day, and we're doing um, up ten, back up ten, up twenty, back thirty. So. Uh, going through our fitness for, for the week. Anyway, um, Roy goes, yeah, I'll jump in. So we all line up on the line and, uh, you know, we go through our first up 10, back 20, up 30. Roy blows everyone off the park the first two sets. <laughs> so we're all looking around going, mate, what about these cricketers? Like, he's a beast. How like, fit are they? How fit are they? <laughs> By the fifth one, Carl Webb beat Roy <laughs> <Yeah>. Hunt. <laughs> Carl and Petro come in and Roy was just 
like just shuffling at the back. Oh. And but, mate, it was so funny. But um, just a knock around bloke, eh? Yeah, really, really sad, mate. Really sad. You know, the legends of any sport are game changers. That's why we remember them. By they, they change whatever game they play. And Roy was one of the first batters or cricket players that took a one-day approach to test cricket. Yeah. So much so that when he scored his maiden test century, he does it from a six. <laughs> you know, not many... They'll just work it down fine leg and, and raise the bat. But no, not Roy. He had to hit it straight over mid on and, and celebrated like it was the greatest day on earth. So, yeah, he's going to be sorely missed uh, amongst the rugby league fraternity as well because he's a tremendous guy. Right, now let's talk about Magic Round. Tremendous two days. The rain has been horrific. Mm-hmm. The weather has been terrible. But the fans haven't. The fans have been amazing. Turn up in both days. Um, and we've all called games this weekend. Tati, you're calling tonight with us on NRL Nation. Uh, we're doing the, the West Tigers and the North Queensland Cowboys. And a club that you played um, a lot of your career with as well, Princey. We're going to talk about those rivalries a little bit later on, about the 2005 Grand Final. But Magic Round so far, I mean, the highlight for me, the magical moment for me is seeing people turn up. Mm-hmm. The streets of the Caxton and all the different jerseys. Outstanding has been... Um, a magical moment is also Brisbane Broncos on Friday night and the performance of Adam Reynolds. Yeah, he must be loving what he's bringing to your old club. I certainly am. And, uh, you know, that's, the Bronx have been looking for a, a halfback, a directive halfback, especially with a kicking game. And I've always said it that Adam Reynolds has the best short kicking game in the competition. And, and this has been the last five to six, seven seasons. But um, he's been, a, a, obviously, a quality addition to the, to the outfit of the Broncos. And... The way they performed on uh, on Friday night was was I didn't see it coming. It was outstanding, and and what was most impressive was the fact that they held they held Manly to, to zero points, and that yeah. was you know you talk about the attack and the way he controlled it and conducted it with the kicking game. Um, it was a defensive effort that uh, that was a really surprising um, part of that yeah. game for me. Yeah, outstanding, outstanding. What about you, Tony? Any. Any magical moment that stands out for you in the last two days? Well, I think Selwyn Cobbo um, oh. and his performance the other night. And we spoke about it during the week. Yeah. I, I think he's origin ready. I, I, I think I would put you him on You came up with some really good points. As, as one of the great outside backs, tell us why he would be ready for origin. I, I'll tell you why I think he'd be ready. Is when you play in the outside backs in origin, when you play centre or wing, a lot of your carries are coming out of trouble. So 90% of your work that you do on origin night is coming out of trouble into the teeth of the defence. Mm-hmm. And the thing that's impressed me most about Selwyn is how aggressive he is with the ball in hand. And, and though when a tough carry is to be made, he sticks his hand up and he flies into the defensive line. And one of the things I reckon about Selwyn is he makes you tackle him. Look, he runs that hard. Mm. You, you've, when he's running that, you've got to go, oh, I've got to aim up on this bloke because yeah, he'll, he'll bust me if I don't. So for me, mate, not only is he a great finisher, he's got all the speed, but it's just those tough carries and, and that... that that mindset of when we're in trouble or there's there's a carry that needs to be made, he'll stick his hand up. So is that why someone like Hamaso Tabuai Fido probably might be more suited to the centres more so than the wing because he's his carry backs with the ball in hand, he could be dominated. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And and Hamaso hasn't learnt to play and carry tough like that just yet. Yep. I mean, he's still early in his career. But um, the other thing with Selwyn is he's a big body, hmm. so it's really important in those 
first couple of tackles in origin to get your set started off quickly. And, you know, him being a big body and Xavier Coates on the other wing, you'd think, uh, you know, what a great way for the Maroons to kick off their sets of six with big, car- big tough carries from those guys. Yeah, especially off the back of, um, you know, starting those sets. And you need to win the first three in terms of your attack coming out of your coming out of your end and it certainly helps out the forwards especially origin time mm. you don't there's not a lot of uh, breaks in, in regards to errors uh, yeah. and you know it's constant all the time so yeah I'm, I'm with I'm with you as well Tadio I think he's ready to go now uh, you walking into Suncorp Stadium this morning uh, had a couple of rugby league fans that are getting on the sherbets very very early <laughs> weren't they and we're in we're in Pixie's pub which is on level five of Suncorp Stadium the Paddington room which has been transformed into a, a bar this is where we're broadcasting from throughout the day and the Four Pines uh, Four Pines products have been flowing beautifully uh, throughout the last two days and it, entertaining a lot of the rugby league fans but across the road uh, we're walking to come into Suncorp Stadium guy comes in and says can I get a photo with you three guys yeah absolutely he's got a a Dolphins jersey on, but yeah, tell the story, yeah, Katie. Well, well, he does, and he goes, have you seen the back? And we're like, no, mate, he turned around. There's a big six, and up the top of it's got Munster written on it. <laughs> yeah, ex- so, exclusive. Was, exclusive. <laughs> he was so pumped, too. He was smiling from ear to ear. Yeah. So good to see. Yeah, some of the other magical moments so far. And if you've got any um, magical moments from this weekend as a listener, uh, text us on 0457 736 736. Tell us what your magical moment so far is. And just to cover a couple of others, Golden Point, Gold Coast Titans versus the Dragons went eight or nine minutes into Golden Point. All, almost looked like it was going to be a 16-all draw. And then tremendous finish by Bonda Jermaine Asako. But another magical moment, the return of Jaden Campbell to the NRL. Yeah. Did any of you catch him last night? Yeah, I did, actually. I um, Even just the... You know, when the game was on the line, this is the most impressive thing about him is the fact that he didn't shy away from the challenge. Yeah, good point. It was a, it was a middle, uh, yeah. midfield scrum. I think, you know, it was, it was golden point, and he wanted the ball. And that's a great sign for a young kid, especially coming back into the starting team. Uh, put some really good footwork on, uh, you know, the defensive efforts, able to put his man away, and that's where Jermaine scored in the corner. Isn't it funny? I'll tell you what he is good at. It's also uh, my son plays footy and he's always he's only small at the moment he's whinging about being small yeah and the other day i said do you think it worries Jaden campbell do you think it worries aj brimson like how big they are so just to see those guys dominating he'd be he'd be 70 something kilos Jaden campbell he claims to be 81 kilos not a chance there's no hell. way in not the world oh, no this weekend with the heavy rain and all that it would have been 82. <laughs> <laughs> hey can i what was the heaviest you played at princey uh heaviest would have been Fully kitted out and fully hydrated, obviously yep. drinking, you know, ready to go. Would be 81, maybe 82 tops. Where were you playing then? Uh, were, was it was the Tigers. So Tigers, yeah. Yeah, so I remember uh, the final game, obviously, GF, I weighed in about 79 through that period of, wow. of, of semis, yeah. That's still heavy enough to make a tackle. Why didn't you? <laughs> it wasn't part of my contract. <laughs> what about you, Tony? Heaviest? Oh, about 93, I think. 93, 94. So, but, mate, one of the No, light, not mate. 94 inches the length of your neck. Oh, oh, oh. No, so, he left so it 94. Open. Yeah, about 94, okay. which was, mate, was small when you got GI and Hodjo yeah. and that sort of guy standing around you, tipping around 100 kegs. So, mm. um, yeah, anyway. Um, well, the reason why I asked you that, and we talk about Preston Campbell, and I think he weighs about 77 on a good day. He's, and I've told the story, the listeners on, on SEN would have heard this numerous times throughout Sports Day throughout the week. He, I played his debut with his dad in 1998 against the Tigers at, at Leichhardt Oval. Preston's uh, dad. Sorry, Jaden's dad. Jaden's dad. Jaden's dad, Preston. Come on, just follow the Yeah, 1998. 
the round one at Leichhardt Oval. God, how old is this bloke? I yeah, thought. and uh, we weighed in, like we always did, on the Tuesday of the week. And Preston weighed 58 kilos. Oh, wow. And the coach always said, I'm never going to play anyone that's under 62 kilos. So the conditioner then, Tony Green, put him on the scales, made him put a five kilo <laughs> weight down the back of his, his training shorts and weighed him in at 60, 63 kilos. But he was 58 kilos on the wing against wow. the Tigers in 1998. Wow. Size doesn't matter, does it? It certainly doesn't. Yeah. Uh, some of the other magical moments, um, of course, the form of Cody Walker, first half, three tries, just oh. outstanding. Only just got away with it, the South New Rabbitohs in the end. Without a doubt, I think my standout, there's two moments, my magical moments that have stood out this week, and it's been off the field. Not in the grandstand. It's actually, um, I suppose, the interviews after games and some of the commentary as well. The first one that I'm going to um, touch on is your mate, Corey Parker. Oh, no. Magical What's moment. Done? What's he done now? Uh, last night's game uh, with the Warriors versus South Sydney. Uh, this was his comment about Reese Walsh. It's just off the back of intent. We saw Montoya come through the middle, just run with nice, hard intent. Got a nice, quick play of the ball, and then Reese Walsh just clicked into gear. Possibly one of the fastest individuals in our competition, over three metres. He over three metres. <laughs> so I'm going to interview you now, uh, Brent Tate, as the quickest man over seven metres. <laughs> over three metres? Was that a stat? <laughs> I didn't know it was a stat. <laughs> Can you explain your mate, please? Oh, look, I'm sure he just got confused with explosive off the mark. One of the, one of the most explosive <laughs> off the mark and three metres come out. Look, we've all made mistakes. We're not perfect. Oh, I, I agree with you. Especially talking about TV and me and with commentary. No good. I can't comment. <laughs> hey, Brooks here, our, our super producer, he said, oh, it's great. He said, because, you know, what we could do is, he said, other than interviewing Brent Tate, the quickest over seven metres, we could have an NRL combine where you can have the, actually the entire squad, the 30 squad in your NRL, doing a relay, each doing th three metres to see who's the quickest over three metres. Well, the closest person, I, I believe, Reese Walsh, was last night. Jason ran to the buffet, and that was three metres away, and it was quick. <laughs> it was quick last night. He's got to run for his money, has he? Oh, mate. Reece Walsh. Mate, put him under the pump anyway. <laughs> Oh, okay, now, another one of the magical moments over the weekend was Cam Munster's interview after being defeated by the Penrith Panthers last night. And I'm not quite sure whether Cam was really good at maths at school. Have a listen to this. And PJ's just about to load that in now. But So he's being interviewed by Cam Smith after the game on Channel 9. This is Cam Munster. Yeah, we were poor. Um, didn't really care who we had out. We still had a good enough team to give uh, Panthers a shake and... We can, we can whinge about the, the weather or whinge about the, um, about the slippery ball, but um, we were poor tonight, um, and that's not us, especially getting a good side like Penrith, mate. So we'd have to go back to the drawing board and play a lot better against the Cowboys, otherwise it would be the same result. So, yeah, pretty disappointing the result and my, and my performance as well. Well, they, were, they started red hot, didn't they? Got, got away to a 12-0 start, but you clawed your way back. Were you still confident at that stage early in that first half? Yeah, for sure. We kept getting uh, into, that, into that pressure kind of footy that we wanted to play, but we just kept giving them piggybacks and, and getting them, letting them out of their own end. And when you're doing that against Penrith, um, they're going to make you pay. And you can see the possession. They had 60% of the ball and we had 30. So, um, mate, when, when Penrith's got 60% of the ball, um, they're going to put a lot of points on you, and they did tonight. And, mate, we we're, were poor. We look like an under-12 team, mate. So we've got to go back to the drawing board if we want to be like that next week. Well, I think you're staying up in Queensland. Um, enjoy the time up here. Bad luck tonight and back to it next week, eh? 
Yeah, I can't wait for next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cowboys next week. Can't wait for... Let's get back to the mathematics. <laughs> 60% and 30%. So we've had someone who's the quickest over three metres. Yeah. And someone who says that... Where was the other 10%? Where'd that go? Oh, I reckon bellyache. At least 10% in the box. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great work. Great work. Um, you know what I think we should do next year? I think we need to launch Magic Round mm. on Thursday night. Shut off Caxton Street. All the junior clubs around the Brisbane and North, whoever wants to be involved, do a, like a, a march, march pass with their clubs and their, their colours. And then, and we've spoken about this again, myself and, and Woogie and Badge throughout the week, um, <laughs> that each club should have a, should have a, like a, like on the Mardi Gras, like, like a, a, rep- a float. Like a wagon. A float, Like yeah. a float. Yeah, right. And then you've got a, an, an ex-player from the club that's the, the flag, flag bearer. bearer. And you go down Caxton Street, everyone celebrates. And then, and then, like the Olympics, when you light the flame, there's a player that you don't know who it's going to be, and they're dressed up as a magician, and they've got a, wow. they've got a wand. Wait, can someone stop this player? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Seriously. Is there we're an ad coming up? We've, yeah. got to talk about, we've got to talk about NRL. You're missing an opportunity. Let's look at the headlines really quickly before we get to a break. Uh, the Sunday Times are saying MILF, and talk about Anthony Milford spills. Q&A with Anthony Milford. He talks about the conversation he had with Joey Johns and he's eligible to play for the Knights against the Broncos next week. Yeah, well, he, he's a wonderful talent, isn't he, Milf? And it's been, I guess, a really difficult time for him. Um, I think him leaving Brisbane is going to be the best thing that ever happened to Milf. I think he needed to get away from here. He needs a fresh start. He needs to be challenged, Milf. Mm. And I think that'll happen, obviously, in Newcastle. Um, and who better to have someone mentor him, um, probably not so much off the field, but definitely on the field, <laughs> Joey, than Joey Johns. So, um, mate, it'll be, I, I think it'll be a really good move for Milf and um I'd be really surprised if we don't see him at the Dolphins next year, to be honest. I know I think Wayne's without a, a doubt. Yeah, Wayne's yeah. a huge fan, yeah. so um, it'll be good for him. Yeah, Can I think Wayne so. get the best out of him? Oh, I believe so, yeah. yeah. So uh, in, even just with where Milf is at the moment, you know, he's had a bit of time off, uh, would have watched a lot of footy, I'm hoping, would have learnt, and probably more so when you, when you sit back and watch and you're not playing week in, week out, you, you sort of fall in love with the game again. So he's got a great opportunity there at Newcastle, as we know. Like I mean, they picked up a win on the weekend, but... Uh, it's a really good challenge for him, and I agree with Tatey. Like to, to be mentored by Joey is, um, mate, you don't get that experience, you know, on your on your side all the time. You know what I hope? I hope he just runs the footy. Mm. Like that's what Milf is good at, and I hope that's the message Joey gives him is just Milf run the footy, just yeah. play. He's certainly not a like a, a direct of like a thinker. He just he's he, he's a you know instinct player. Mm. Gets the footy one on one with the defender, and away he goes. Yeah. Uh, Sydney Morning Herald and also the Daily Telegraph, all about last night's top-of-the-table clash. Penrith weathered two storms last night, the driving rain and Melbourne, to deliver an emphatic case for their title defence. Uh, magic round top-of-the-table clash in the Daily Telegraph. Flyboys, it says. Penrith cement back-to-back credentials with flogging in the rain of the understrength storm. We're going to talk about that game next. Uh, 32 points to six, which was won by the, the Panthers in the end. Uh, this is NRL Crunch Time with Sats, Tady and Princey. Thanks to Ignite HQ, when a Hilux and Camper... On the 15th of May, and support your local footy club, visit ignitehq.com.au back soon. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.